0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/curtjmac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. We are here in our Deluxe open and aired and ventilated hidey-hole here with a door! We've got a door to start out episode... to, to start to start out episode... <laughs> Lucky Charms! No, to start out episode... <laughs> 559 of the series. I don't know why I keep defaulting to an Irish accent there, but uh, that's a shame. Uh, yeah, why did I build it like that? Oh, because it was raining again and I felt like having oh. a door. And some poles! And a creeper! Ah, you creepers aren't completely silent now, are you? You got little footsteps and you also just fall into some water, but that's fine. Uh, Yeah, episode 559 already? That seems wrong. Did I write that down wrong? Sure, it's 559 on today, Saturday, February 13th, 2016. Let us continue west through dangerous Lands here. There was a creeper over here as well, was there not? Or was there? I think there was. Fuzzy Wuzzy Wuzzy. Oh, well, yeah, there was. <laughs> oh, God, Creeper! <laughs> Wolfie, what are you doing to me? Preventing me from escaping the creeper. And there's a creeper right there. Perhaps, Mr. Creeper Friend, you should join your other creeper friend downstairs as your third creeper friend probably is going to sneak up behind me. I say. I doth declare we go a little bit to the right here, say north a bit, go around the mountain perhaps. Uh, not not as exciting of a journey, but a little bit safer. So yeah, we're going this way. Episode five fifty nine, February thirteenth, up to two. Th- I'm sorry, twenty two thousand. Excuse me, twenty two thousand two hundred forty two dollars and twenty two cents. There was one person who did get it up to 2 2 uh, but that was quickly spoilt by some additional donations, so thank you <laughs> to the person who was so inclined to do such a thing and then to the people who were so inclined to ruin it. You ruined it! But uh, all that money uh, going directly to Child's Play Charity. Childsplaycharity.org is where you can learn specifically about them. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we're trying to raise $60,000, so we're actually up to 37% of the way to our $60,000 goal over at farlandsorbus.com Please keep going there to donate, to ask questions, to have fun with the... The order of the numbers and the palindromes and the and the other things, but uh, yeah, good times indeed. But you, but hey, mo- more importantly, hey you, hey listen to me. <laughs> more importantly, you're helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, around the world indeed. I have a correction to make. I was uh, miss vocabularized in the last episode. I was talking about how the scientific discovery of gravity waves was made famous the other day. No, no, there's no such thing as gravity waves. Well, actually there is such thing as gravity waves, but that's not what we were talking about. Gravitational waves are the things that were confirmed via science and space knowledge this week. Not gravity waves, gravitational waves. So I'm glad everybody is up to speed and, and now fully understands exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> Because I really don't. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, I wanted to make that little correction and I think just today uh, we're just gonna be answering questions, I think. I I mean, there is... I'm still finagling with this new system. Still finagling indeed. There are going to be quite a few videos coming up, say in the next week, perhaps. Uh, And and then, uh, you know, you'll notice when things were recorded on the same day. Uh, my audio is just getting all weird and funky. I was having some weird, some weird pops and clicks and uh, clipping, weird clipping stuff that I never had before. Uh, that that is just weird, both on my microphone end and then also the system end. Which is why why is that happening? Uh, so I do apologize for that. I spent all morning trying to fix it for a particular series that's coming up, uh, a long running series, and and really tried to do my best, but it's still. An annoyance, and uh, I, I hope you'll listen through. I mean, the, they're they're co-op stuff, so you could watch somebody else's perspective if it's getting too annoying to you. But uh, yeah, I noticed that on Tomb Raider as well. Something was happening on Tomb Raider, so I'm still I'm still finagling, uh, still testing things out. I realized that on the old system, I had I was recording not the uh, not the system sounds through the speaker setting, but system sounds through the Stereo mix setting, so I've since adjusted to that and that gives me a little bit more control over the volume of the game and say Skype relative to my own without adjusting what I hear in my ear holes. But it's still not, it's not how I like it. (laughs) Or not how I'm used to it, I guess is, is the way to go. And uh, we'll just we'll just have to deal with it, and we'll fine tune. We'll fine tune. We've we've found out that yeah, Farland's bus probably better to keep it in 30 frames a second, so we'll we'll keep that this way, and uh, we'll keep on going west as well. Speaking of computers, L asked, "What did you decide to name the new computer?" Well, I had to join the network, so I'm like, I I I, I my my whole thing is that all my computers and phones and whatever are named uh, after uh, space objects, mostly moons of planets and whatnot. Uh, there have been some named after spacecraft, like I've got uh, either Zarya or uh, Harmony, depending on what ri- Wi-Fi router or wi- router system I have set up. Uh, are like the docking ports, those are like the the hubs of the International Space Station. Uh, But I've also got, the old computer was Enceladus. Previous to that, the the computer we started playing Far Lands of Bust on was Ganymede. Uh, And uh, now this one, I've just gone full-on pop culture and uh, popular, you know, you try to find obscure things. But no, no. This one I went with Europa. Named it Europa. It makes sense because it's water-cooled. It's my first water-cooled PC and Europa has an entire sphere, a planetoid full of, of water, more water than Earth even, uh, underneath its uh, crisp and cold icy crust. I don't know why it's crisp. <laughs> it's crisp like a refreshing Coca-Cola. No, um, so yeah, that that makes sense. So I just went with that. Europa and Enceladus, kind of easy to confuse the two, but uh, those. that's the computer name I went with. I was trying to think of something a little bit more, like I said. Obscure or different, but I was kind of I'm like I need to join the network so I can start sharing stuff. So here, let's let's name this this thing. Of course, I might be totally starting over and reinstalling Windows all over again because fun times. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll have to deal with that. Thanks a lot, Wolfie. We'll have to deal with that when we have to deal with that. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, next week we'll deal with it next week. Uh, but yeah, this th- th- that's what the name of the computer is now. Uh, somebody, Daniel from Texas, Texas. Asked what was your first computer detailed, please detail the specs, such as memory and the CPU. Do you remember the first IBM PCs? Did I answer this question before? This sounds... I, I feel like I made fun of the fact that Daniel wanted me to detail the specs and the memory and the CPU. Um, if I did, sorry, I'm going to kind of answer it again. The first family computer we had was an Apple 2C Plus, which was interesting. I don't know, obviously this was pre-internet or anything, but it had the the floppy, the big, what was it? Four and a half, five and a half inch floppy separate drive, but then the keyboard was built into the to the computer, the kind of the CPU base, I guess, and it had on the side a a smaller 3.5 inch floppy uh, disk drive and uh, it had a, had a a color monitor wasn't one of those Apple II's with the green monitors. This was an Apple IIc Plus. Color monitors, color monitors were a thing. had that. I, I was able to play Rampage on it, and and Lemonade Stand, and Carmen Sandiego. Uh, but not much beyond that, I suppose. Typed up homework. We had a Dot Matrix printer. That's my Dot Matrix computer. Uh, printer uh, impression, in case you you, you needed to, to have that for for reference. Um, but yeah, that was the first family computer, uh, and then after that we got like a, a, a Dell Pentium 2, like well after that, like well into the late 90s is when we finally upgraded that computer from the mid 80s. So We were late adopters. Uh, My parents were late adopters. I'll put that on. Uh, So yeah, we got a Dell computer, which is like I said, probably like a Pentium 2 processor. If that, even, to be honest with you. And uh, Windows 98. Yeah, it was late 90s. (laughs) Windows 98, Flight Simulator 98. Ah, that computer... I think I eventually did put like a graphics card in there, whatever, the graphics card, a voodoo card or something um, at the time, so I was able to play like Mech Warrior 2 on it. And, and even now I think I probably played uh, like uh, Rainbow Six and the first StarCraft on that computer, but uh, yeah, that was like the next one and then that's when we first got the internet was using that computer with the dial-up modem. Uh, but then my actual first computer was when I was in my third year of college. Or was it the fourth year of college? It was the third year of college that I finally got my own personal PC for Kirche Mac. It's getting kind of dark out. Let's uh, let's make an elevated hidey hole, why don't we? It's all a spoiler in, in the distance. Oops. There we go. And a bed, and a torch, and a sleep. <laughs> And dot matrix printer,ness. <laughs> oh, see, so yeah, that was when we had the the dial up modem, and I would remember calling friends' phone numbers on it to play Starcraft together, or Rainbow Six, or something multiplayer. So those were good times. But yeah, then then when I went, was at my third year of college, I got a Dell computer that I actually had until like a couple years ago, and I'm like, I'm never going to use this again. Uh, It was a Windows XP computer. Uh, But yeah, it was... I upgraded it to its maximum. The problem with the Dell computers, and I'm not sure if it's still a problem, is they had some sort of proprietary power supply. I wanted to upgrade the power supply to get a better graphics card, but they had some sort of proprietary power supply where the pins the the motherboard pins were arranged differently so if you tried to buy and then plug in an off the shelf OEM power supply it would fry the board fun times so that was that was the extent that that could be upgraded but yeah, I don't even remember that was probably a Pentium 4 I'm assuming probably maybe it had 512 megabytes of RAM was probably the max they could have or maybe 1 gigabyte was the max I probably upgraded that uh, of RAM and uh Hard drives. It had hard drives. It had a Zip drive, a Zip 250 drive Because in in graphics, graphic design and graphic arts classes, that's what we used Because because those those files were huge. You had to have at least 250 Megabytes of space to write stuff to. Oh, man. So yeah, had that Uh, So yeah, that, that right there was my first actual computer. That was Kurt's computer and then uh, after that it was uh, it was building my own computers. Uh, after that came uh, Ganymede was the next one, which I slowly upgraded throughout time. Uh, Ganymede and then, then then Enceladus. Was it? No wait, there was another one in there somewhere or maybe it was. I kind of feel it, 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 it's hard to remember because that original Dell I did crack open and, and change and update like all the memory like as much as I possibly could. Uh, the the graphics card to the point of you know maxing out the power supply I think so it's it's kind of hard to to remember what was the first computer I actually built I'm pretty sure it was Ganymede. Yeah, yeah 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 all right which which now it was originally living in this case, but I've transferred it to another case and it is kind of languishing. Uh, in a box right now, unused. Look at this! Look at this place! Gosh, I wish I didn't have the fog distance on. Let's let's get a little bit of a clearer picture and watch as the game crashes. Neat. Actually, it looks a little bit more dramatic with the fog. We're creating drama and intrigue and pronouncing drama wrong here in Far Lands of Bust. You'll note how the top of that mountain is flashing. Uh, that is because the clouds are an entity and they're not bound to the floating point precision error, but the terrain is, so it's jittering like we're jittering, which is kind of an interesting problem to have. But neat, kind of like this run up to this interesting area up here. Got a, got a nice room. Uh, so yeah, that was I guess a little bit of a rundown of the the whoa the computers of Kurt J Mac. Let's see. I think those are all the computer-themed questions. Let's just start from the top here. Dave asks, "Have you been following the competition of new cargo spaceship for the ISS? Do you have a preference? SpaceX Dream Chaser, etc. You may be asking not about cargo specifically if you're including Dream Chaser, Dream Chaser, but uh, you're, you're talking about crew. Ah, we'll take crude." Space I'm obviously following it. I haven't been keeping up too specifically with the the others. I mean, I know Orion, which is NASA slash Boeings and Lockheeds or whatever, attempt making the Orion capsule. Uh, I keep seeing stuff about, oh, they have the first pressure pressurized vessel that they're testing out, which is like flight ready, even though the thing has never flown before, so they're very uh, optimistic in their marketing of that. But I'm I'm quite pessimistic about it. I mean, really, all I can see is that SpaceX is the only one with a viable capsule that can be crewed uh, before the end of the the decade uh, to to deliver astronauts to the International Space Station. I mean. When you look at it, it's already a it's already a capsule that's been to the space station. I, I think they said, or at least Elon Musk has said, oh, if if anybody had ridden in uh, any of those Dragon capsules that made it to the space station, that they would have had a a, a pleasant uh, uh, journey. Obviously, they would need seats, but <laughs> uh, so so yeah, they're coming out with the the version two of the Dragon capsule, which is going to be the the crude uh, version of the capsule. So that's that's the one I've I'd I put my I'd, I'd bet my my, my pants on. Uh, the Dream Chaser has been on and off and cancelled and uncancelled uh, now and again. That's... whoa! That's interesting. I mean, it'd be nice to have a, a, a fixed-wing kind of glider reusable space shuttle-esque craft. Uh, again, that thing hasn't flown before and I think its first test drop didn't end too well if I remember correctly glide tests um, so there's you know I'm I, it, it, it I think it's a good thing all of this commercial competition uh, but right now SpaceX is the only one like that has to seem anything to show for it um, so yeah I mean there's that and then there's the actual I think it is the Boeing has their starliner or whatever which is just seems like a rebranded Orion capsule um, that we've not seen anything from either. So, yeah, I've been keeping my eye on it. It's always interesting. I'm, I'm interested in, in uh, keeping tabs, like I said, on the whenever they're planning the first crude dragon capsule launch and uh, I'm more interested in the Falcon Heavy, which should be should be quite quite the sight to see. So I, I, I keep checking the NASA social website every other week or so just to see if anything new has popped up to sign up for to see a launch, but uh, it's been quite a while for me. So, whoop, yeah, Wolfie knows. So, yeah, I've been keeping my eye on it. Koloth, Coloth, with their donation, asks, Who would you like to thank for inspiring you? No pressure. <laughs> um, I don't know. And I've had similar questions in the past about, like, who is your hero? Or your inspiration, or who do you model, whatever after, and or or who is your uh, what's the word I'm looking for, not the opposite of a protege. Who's who's the person who 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 jays the protege, Uh, the uh, mentor. Who's your mentor or something like that? I really didn't ever have one. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like depressed or. or, uh, uh uh like i'm I, I was lacking in anything but i i really never had any sort of either real life uh someone to to kind of what's the word i'm looking for like i said guide a guide uh i didn't have a yoda or anybody teaching me the force uh, but then i didn't really ever have like heroes or anything i mean there are people who've done amazing or interesting or, or brave things i'd be like oh that's you know, that person has, that person's all right in my books, but I don't, like, no. base my life after them. I don't say that they inspire me uh, to, to do much specific. I mean, you know, there's your Neil Armstrongs, there's your, there's your, uh, uh, Neil Armstrongs. <laughs> I can't even, like, think of any. Uh, there's your Carl Sagan's, there's your, there's your other people with names... That have first and last components, but yeah, I can't. I, I really I, I, I don't. And maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's explains a lot. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I really I don't have like a specific anything really that uh, uh, has has guided as I have no guiding light. I'm just aimlessly wandering in the dark with my arms outstretched, hoping not to bump into anybody. Is really the way I go about life, I guess. Put put that on a t-shirt! Oh, man. But uh, thanks for your donation, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. We can game if we want to, asks. Have you ever grown your moustache long enough that you accidentally bit down on it while eating something? I have, and it hurts. Um, no. Not really. I tend to keep it out of my mouth. Thank you. That's what she said. <laughs> the children's show, Kurt, what the heck? Uh, but, um... Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've, I've trimmed back on the hair follicles quite a significant amount since the first time you saw them uh, in that Kurt indeed vlog. They're a little bit wily and out of control, uh, so I've since gone a little bit more conservative with the, the facial hair, I guess. Uh, a little bit more appropriate here in the in the desert heat of Phoenix, but uh, oh did my shears? Oh, no, they didn't. I was gonna say did my shears break? Oh, that that sheep was pink for two seconds. Now he's gonna be really pink. I'm gonna take his wool! Bloop! Or more more of a beige, a skin tone. Uh, Let's make it over to this island and make the elevated Heidi hole over here. Careful, lovey! Oh, man. Bing bong. Oh, that's actually all you really need. Oh, hi. Hi, hi. You're going to have to get down. Thank you. And oh, yeah, stuff's already spawning. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. Creep around the peninsulinus. Creep around the peninsulinus, indeed. We do need more pigs, don't. More pigs. Uh, inspiring buddy. Hey, buddy. Buddy donated and asked a question. What? Wait, what? What is your favorite favorite out of all your favorites? Speaking of questions I can't answer, <laughs> I think Buddy is making a joke at the fact that I, I I have a problem coming up with what's your favorite pizza topping or what's your favorite sandwich or or, or, or what's your favorite chew to put on first or you know uh, so yeah I don't it, my favorite favorite is my favorite to uh, to tell you about my favorites and uh, give it a give it a favorite on Twitter or a, a like or are they favorites they used to be favorites now they're likes they're hearts. Something. Uh, yeah, woof. I mean, squeal, pig, whatever the noise the pig made. Alright, your tail is a little bit horizontal there, so let's remedy that. There we go. Larson, another space question here. Since you seem to enjoy both space and exploration, have you ever found yourself similarly fascinated with the oceans? Similarly, have you ever considered playing Subnautica? I've heard of Subnautica, but I don't know what it's about. Um, Are you similarly fascinated with the oceans? Not similarly, really. I know there's a lot of comparisons and or criticisms that say, Why are we spending so much money to explore Mars when we don't know what's on the bottom of the ocean? 95% of the ocean, ocean, ocean? I don't think that's entirely true. I mean, there's a lot we don't know but I'm pretty sure we've mapped the entirety of the surface or I'm sorry, the the floor of of the ocean and we know what's topographically there. Uh, Similarly, we've mapped the entire surface of Mars. Doesn't mean we've been there and seen what's in every crater or whatever, so I think the same applies to oceans. Um, I I don't know, I'm not... uh, I guess because oceans aren't really something you can... Visit, like the ocean itself is the water to me, thinking about the ocean floor as is, is, is a place to go is, is kind of a separate deal. There is, I mean NASA does have a program. Ah, oh, what is it called? Woof. No, it's not called Woof. It's ah, uh, uh, There's a program. A lot of astronauts, before they become astronauts, spend time at this underwater... Uh, it's kind of like sea lab. That might be what it's called. Ocean lab? 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 Something. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a small little submersible laboratory, not anywhere is a thing. It, it's like one module of the International Space Station, I guess is about the size. Uh, it's not too deep. Uh, it, it, there, like Light still gets down there. I'm, I'm not sure where specifically it is, off the Caribbean somewhere maybe? Or, or not, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, like they'll spend some long duration trips on the bottom of, of the ocean floor at that, uh, what is that thing called? I'm like subscribed to the Twitter feed for the program, but yeah, that's NASA doing that. Like I said, a lot of astronauts end up, you know, kind of practicing down there and then they'll end up being actually going to space astronauts. Uh, but I'm not, yeah, I mean the ocean is a little bit terrifying. <laughs> uh, overall, just as a, as a personal thing, being on a boat You know, away from land, kind of being dwarfed by the sheer depth and amount of water and darkness beneath you. A little bit spooky. Also the fact that we know for a fact that there are very large living things in the ocean as opposed to Oh, going to Mars! I know I'm not gonna get bitten by a shark in Mars, uh, but uh, in the ocean there's a slightly higher chance of that, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not as fascinated. I mean, I think whales are cool, and and marine mammals, kind of the whole evolution that they took. Starting, like the rest of us, in, as as waterborne organisms, and then evolving and leaving the waters, and evolving into mammals along that branch, and then... Suddenly, well not suddenly, but over over the course of millions and hundreds of millions of years deciding hmm I'm gonna start to slowly go back in the water until I live there all the time. So these are weird, crazy branches of evolution that came out of the water, evolved, and decided hmm, I'm gonna go back into the water and, and my, my, my feet, which once were fins, are gonna turn back into fins and then my nose is gonna go to the top of my head and <laughs> it's crazy weird wild wacky stuff that happens there. Earth, good, good job, nature. Um, so yeah, I mean that stuff sort of interests me, but uh, as like an exploratory, exploratory deal, I'm, I'm not as into that as I guess I am uh, of space, I suppose. But that was a that was a different question. I don't know that I've ever gotten that one before, but I do appreciate it. Crumbolina asks, "What is your favorite pastime?" What is your favorite pastime? Uh, what is your favorite? Like, you mean like baseball or something? Uh, Ken Burns presents Kurt J. Max' favorite pastime. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite pastime. I, I just record video games all day now. Um, pastime, like what constitutes a pastime? Maybe you can tell me in the comments. Like a personal pastime or a national pastime? Are you talking about like a family tradition? Because that would be a tradition, and not necessarily a pastime. Uh, So yeah, I'm not exactly sure how to answer that. Also, favorite, you're asking for a favorite. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Buddy, just uh, Mr. or Ms. Ms. Buddy, I don't know uh, what you were, but uh, asked about my favorites, favorites of of the favorites, and and now you're asking about my favorite pastime. Uh, Yeah, I got a hard time. Even if I knew what you meant by pastime, Difficult difficult to come up with it We've Got the uprights over there. Let's try to let's try to kick a field goal Oh, if I had some snow I could actually, but I do not. That's a shame. Do I have anything to throw? I have nothing to throw All right, let's throw a chicken. Oh an egg. Oh, the, I don't think they lay eggs. No, they don't lay eggs Never mind. They don't lay eggs in Minecraft beta 173. Never mind That, that egg it is actually a, a little bit shaped like a football uh, But uh, this, the second part of that question that I, I actually might be able to answer if I can find it. Uh, oh, what, what, who, I'm sorry, who was your first favorite, favorite band to influence you? Band to influence you. Probably Nirvana. I'm gonna go with Nirvana. And again, same thing All the, the themes here. Think about like inspired you or whatever, uh, or influence you. I, I have a hard time drawing those connections, I guess between simple things that I just like or enjoy versus things that inspire or change or influence who I am but probably Nirvana I mean from there I kind of solidified into the the rock genre and ended up finding you know like like your radio heads and uh, gorillas with a Z and uh, you know the old the whole lot you if you follow me on Twitter you know all the I end up liking a bunch of YouTube videos and whatnot of all the music I like, so... uh, It it probably all started with Nirvana, probably. I think. I don't know, I really can't think back that far. My brain is old and weary. (laughs) I cannot, I cannot force it... Ah, careful, Wolfie, to uh, recollect such intricacies. Gosh, darn it. You're all right. But yeah, thanks for the donation and the question. Oh, I think I, I, you know what? I think I've forgotten to delete some of these questions. Possibly when I switch computers, because this is uh, Josiah from uh, London asking about the types of teas. (laughs) What kind of sweets do you enjoy? Oh, no, 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 okay. Well, okay. This is actually a second. This is a follow-up to the tea question. Same guy, different question. Uh, Shosaya from London. To further our discussion on the finer things in life, such as teas, I'm interested in what kind of sweets you enjoy. I'm partial to a few pieces of solid... ghwanda, Ja. A smooth, praline-like chocolate. So, you all know what I'm talking about, right? ha, there's a J-A at the end, so I'm assuming it goes like jalapeño. Um, I don't know what that is. Sweets. I don't have that many sweets anymore. I've kind of cut out all sweets. Uh, I've, I have stopped maybe six, seven, eight-ish years ago drinking sodas. Um, uh, the last real sweets I had were probably the leftovers from Halloween, last October, and, and you know, the the Almond Joys, the... Well, there's definitely a spawner under here. Oh god, there's the spawner under there! Ooh! Is that a spawner under there? Oh, I think it's just some random zombies. Ah, oh, random zombies! Oh, that actually might be a spawner. Have a seat, Wolvie. I don't know that we have time to... ...investigate. Oh, didn't even get to kill him. That's a shame. Um, you know what? No, I don't think it's a spawner. Yeah, I think it was just some screwballs screwing around down here. Yep, alright. Nuts to you guys. You've not you've you've not nothing to give nor offer me. Um So yeah, I I mean um what was it called? Reese's Cups. I always enjoyed. But I just, like, the last few times I've had snacks like that, snacks, uh, sweets and whatnot, uh, I end up like regretting it later because I get like a stomachache. I don't eat that many, it's just, I, I don't know, the sugar or the chocolate or peanut butter nougat goodness. I Well, actually, I take that back. On the way back from San Antonio, uh, there were no glue, gluten-free, gluten-free options in the San Antonio airport, uh, so I just bought some Fritos, And I bought a 3 Musketeer, because it's been forever since I had a 3 Musketeer, uh, which is uh, gluten-free. It's pretty much just a chocolate with whipped chocolate bar, if you don't know what a 3 Musketeer is. Uh, But yeah, even after that I'm like, hmm, I regret getting this. (laughs) It tasted good, but I regret it. Uh, So, yeah. But yeah, I I kind of have been uh, avoiding sweets. You know what's really good? Dates. And uh <laughs> going on dates. no, uh, dates like the, is that a fruit? Is that a, a nut? Is that some sort of tree family situation? A date uh, wrapped in bacon and baked and/ or fried. Uh, a bacon wrapped date, you can call it. Those, you know, dates are kind of sweet, but then you got the bacon. those those are good times to be had indeed right there. Uh, so I recommend that. Uh, either, either make them or, or find a place, usually like Spanish tapas places, make them. Uh, perhaps that's also where you can get your... Ooh, this is a reinforced hidey hole here. You, that, that's where you get your... Uh, what, what did you call it? Gi- Gianduja. <laughs> From a tapas place maybe, I don't know. Um, where did I get these feathers? Oh, the, the, the zombies. Alright. Let's do that. Make some beds, woof, Wolfie agrees, and end off this episode of Far Far Lands or Bust, The, the floating point thing. Well, that had actually nothing to do with the floating point thing, it's the other direction. Oh well, I'm just weird. Let's end off this episode of Far Lands or Bust, episode 559. How about that? How about it? Tell me, how about it? Uh, we do have uh, still some uh, couple handfuls of questions here to, to get through from donors, but uh, we'll soon be running out. So head on over to farlandsbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity, help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, and also include a question. Um, preferably not about my favorite anything, because that's a difficult one to answer, but uh, uh, you know, a, a good one. Well, they're all good. I'm not like poo-pooing anybody's question. But uh, an interesting one was about uh, oh you like space exploration. What about the oceans? That that got me talking for a little bit. So, uh, but anything really. I I mean heck I answered the, the the question about my favorite favorite out of all my favorites. So they they all work and they all get uh, us closer to our sixty thousand dollar goal for child's play charity. In here, season six of Far Lands of Bus. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>